0: On this episode, I go into word of mouth and the way that I got my first sale for Attica. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of Av's Notes. My name is Arvind and this is my personal vlog and podcast. So 10 episodes in, uh, this one, this episode was a milestone for me. Uh, I knew that if I could get past 10, I'd be able to then look at seeing how I get to 50. Uh, But it was just being able to break through that barrier and get a level of consistency and commitment to this series. And, you know, it's a bit of a personal milestone and I'm I'm really excited as to where this can uh, eventually go. So this episode is going to be following on from the last one, which is all about sales and marketing. And part two is going to focus on the sales element. Um, If you haven't watched the last episode, you know, my explanation into where sales and marketing were was you know marketing is the beginning of the interaction with the market and the customer and sales is where it actually closes and so for my business having gone all in I obviously needed a level of income so the sales component of sales and marketing was incredibly important to get a bit of cash flow into the business just so that I had something coming in to allow me to really go all in invest now for the next you know six To 12 months Uh, and sales is one of the most one of the most hardest things that uh, any startup can go through you know how do you go from building a product to actually getting someone to sign on that dotted line so I hope that some of the insights that I have um, that I have had through my experience with this startup um, and being a sales guy my entire career hopefully will help any any of you who aren't from that field So sales comes a little bit more naturally to me, you know, my career at Optus, my career at Philips was predominantly sales. And while in today's world around technology, you know, as a sales guy, you're often also a consultant. Uh, Ultimately, your goal is to get your customer to sign up the dotted line, hit your targets, make your commission, Um, because if you don't, you are pretty much shown the door. And so over those many years of experience that I had through sales, both from you know, small medium enterprise all the way through to large government contracts, uh, one thing, the things that you pick up uh, are incredibly valuable for this experience, especially you know, sales is all about uh, people, you know, people buy from people. And regardless of how good the product or service is, if they don't trust you and they don't believe in you, um, you're not going to get the sale especially for my business with Attica being a consultancy and advisory service um, and not even a basic skill set but this is a very very complex skill set you know we're talking about effectively a chief technology officer role you know if your customer does not trust you or in this case if my customers didn't believe that I could deliver uh, there's no way that they were going to sign the dotted line regardless of how cheap it actually is and so a big part of sales for me was understanding that I needed to build trust and I needed to build confidence with my prospects or potential customers uh, so that they felt comfortable signing on with me. When you looked uh, at my marketing effort, and if you haven't watched the previous episode, definitely go see it, um, only because the marketing effort was effectively uh, null and void. For the short-term um mindset that I had around trying to get this revenue turned on. The channels, the programs uh, that I was using just weren't suited for it. And I knew that word of mouth uh, was going to be the channel or the method that I was going to leverage in order to actually get my first customer. So when I think about, you know, word of mouth, um it's not necessarily just word of mouth but it's also the network that i've built the trust that i've built around my skills and competencies uh, that allows them to be able to be advocates for my business and i am luckily as a sales guy you know you meet so many people you network with so many people uh, you demonstrate your capabilities around sales and consulting uh, almost on a daily basis and so luckily for me having come from that environment i had already demonstrated my value uh, and so i had quite a few supporters from day one Uh, but funnily enough my first customer came from an engagement i had with philips um, and because i had already done an engagement through my time at philips with my now current customer and i won't name them as i haven't had the discussion with them about that yet but you know because they'd seen me Seen me demonstrate real value around being able to advise on technology in their specific field. Um, The moment that I told them now I was leaving, uh, my contact there instantly asked me, what are you doing? I explained the concept to her and she says, you know what, we're actually looking for a chief technology officer. I think you need to speak to our chief operating officer. And uh, she was really, really good in setting that up for me. And I can't thank her enough for that. Uh, because that engagement then led on to one meeting with the chief operating officer. And, you know, that went for about an hour and a half. We were discussing um, various things. And funnily enough, the first half of that meeting was nothing to do with the business whatsoever. It was just getting to know each other. Um, and then, you know, we started talking about, you know, what my experience was, what I did, what this business is all about. She gave me an overview as to where this company was going. And, uh, you know, after that one meeting, uh, they signed. took about two weeks to get through the process, but they signed. Uh, And and this is a key piece of insight uh, for me personally that I've picked up over my sales career that has held me in good stead here is that, you know, often salespeople, especially me in my early days, would launch straight into my product and service when we started talking to people. uh, We would talk about features and benefits um and hope that our price was cheap enough we had enough features in the product that the person just bought it what i found out very quickly in my career was that the features and benefits discussion rarely works and then you're really playing to a commoditized you know a money only or a you know a financially driven outcome and when you're talking about value value goes far beyond just the money and so you know, you really need to demonstrate that you're capable, that uh, you're bringing value beyond just the commercials and you need to build that trust. And that trust does not come from features and benefits. It comes from a, a real human-to-human interaction. And if you're not realizing that, that sales is about people, it's not about your product, uh, look, I'll rephrase that actually. Sales is just, a, just as much about your product and service as as it is about you as a sales guy building that trust and that it is a human to human interaction, not just a a you know, B2B or a B2C interaction. Uh, that's when you start to really build relationships and that's when you'll actually be really successful at sales. So luckily, yes, this, that, this one worked out and I was able to uh, land my first customer. But through all of this, You know, my content of doing Arv's notes, uh, my social channels with Attica has just created a level of buzz, and so I've had people reach out to me. And um, part of this sales process is just meeting with a whole lot of people uh, and having great conversations. You know, one thing you pick up as you go through, as I went through this um, sales process or this market engagement or this uh, these discussions with people one on one was that. You know, you need to be able to articulate the business very succinctly, very clearly. Um, And the act of just talking about it to so many people uh, is what has allowed me to refine the message consistently. I still don't think I'm 100% there with being able to describe the business um, to different audiences 100% just yet. Uh, But with each conversation I have, it's getting uh, easier and easier. I'm getting Uh, far clearer I'm getting far more succinct uh, and people are starting to understand it um, a lot faster and so consistency and volume uh, in the sales game is absolutely critical being able to follow up on every single inquiry being able to just consistently reach out um, even if they're not taking a meeting you just don't back down you just keep you know churning through that um, to get that volume and eventually, something will hit. And luckily for me, you know, I have got revenue now, and so it's given me a level of um, headspace to be able to do this. Um, and so that was incredibly important. You know, the key lesson for me out of all of this was that, you know, for a services business like the one that I'm creating, marketing wasn't going to work in the short term. And I needed to leverage a channel that already knew my capabilities to be able to deliver a service like this. When you're talking about a chief technology officer style skill set it's a very senior role within any organization and one that very much shapes the trajectory of that organization and so to pick someone up off the street that people have zero idea about um, and then instantly have that trust to be able to say, "Yeah, come in and uh, and help us out with all of this." is probably incredibly rare. Um, and so you need to be able to understand. I needed to be able to understand that. I saw the results from my marketing channels, and so you know I'm going pretty much now all in on the word of mouth, the my personal network. And incentivizing them to be able to help me build this out I know that marketing is something that I will have to approach um, but for me uh, in the short term the next six months uh, it is not the priority because my business plan was always to bring on four to five customers first be able to over deliver for every single one of them to understand you know all the different pieces the different elements for delivering that service. Actually test to see whether or not I can actually deliver to five customers at once. Understand all the nuances with the model and delivery before I even look to scale. Um, And so realistically, I actually don't need to do the marketing just yet. I need to create a marketing plan so that when I'm ready to scale, I know how to execute onto it. Uh, But to get those first four to five, it's people who trust me. And that's gonna come from my network or my network uh, pretty much vouching for my ability to their network. And so very much now just pushing down that envelope. And I'm lucky that I've got an incredible network who I've um, had immense success with over the years, uh, and it's already starting to pay dividends here in this business. And so um, this is the beginnings of sales for me, but the key takeaways if you're looking to sales is, you need to be talking to as many people as possible. You need to be able to articulate what your business is very succinctly, very clearly, and realize that you know, you're know you pretty much only gonna be talking about your business to new people in your network in the last you know, 10, 20% of the time that you've got in front of them. Most of it should be about relationship building. Most of it is about a human to human interaction. Um, and if you lose sight of that, you're gonna put a lot of people offside. Um, it's worked for me. It may not work for you. It may work for you. I don't know. But for me, human-to-human interaction, people buy from people. um, And those are the fundamentals of sales that I don't think have changed since the beginnings of sales. Uh, So that's it for this episode. Um, Not a lot of detail into this because it has been predominantly word of mouth rather than a hardcore sales funnel process. Um, But in reality, that is just what it is. So thank you so much again for stopping in and I can't wait to see you for the next 40 episodes.